This is the first of a series of podcasts on using Ancestry.com or Ancestry.co.uk if you are in the UK for your family history research. I'm going to go through the options available to you on the home page and the use of the shoebox and creating family trees within Ancestry. Here at Family History Roots, we go into the depths of family history, discussing and exploring methods for researching and looking at new records available to family historians. There are podcasts on getting started and in-depth looks at various online genealogy providers and how to get the best out of your time and efforts. Full details are found on my website familyhistoryroots.uk I'm going to discuss the initial setup for your subscription to ancestry.co.uk or ancestry.com if you're using it this way so you can conduct your research using Ancestry's record collections and family trees. I will go through, go through initial setup in creating your first family tree and setting the tree settings for privacy and searching and discussing along the way how Ancestry will use what you add. I will also discuss how the shoebox can be used and what Ancestry hints are and how they are generated. If you are looking to download your results I will briefly show how this can be done and what to do with it once you have it on your computer. Ancestry.com is one of the best known and one of the largest providers of genealogical sources and records online. It's US based with many of the offshoots for different regions of the world, allowing it to tailor its record selection to the part of the world in which you are. For the UK, this is ancestry.co.uk and you should start there, although as a subscriber you can start with ancestry.com if you wish or any of the others. As I'm in the UK, I use mainly the co.uk one, although what I'm saying will be applicable to any of Ancestry's versions. You will need a subscription and be logged into it to follow along with what I refer to. You can go to www.ancestry.co.uk to start, enter your username and password and allow your browser to save the username and password if you don't want to have to log in every time you go to Ancestry. And if you have your own login to your computer or tablet, this helps. I found generally that working from a larger computer screen rather than the similar screens of tablets and even phones works best. If you have taken a DNA test with Ancestry you should register the kit number with them and follow their instructions given with the kit to do this. And this will then be linked to your subscription via the DNA option on the top line menu. You will see on your home page a top line menu of home, trees, search, DNA, 
help and extras that's on the left hand side and a number of icons and your username on the right hand side these are hire an expert link that's in case you wish to employ one of ancestry's research team a notification bell icon a hints leaf and a message icon Clicking on the carrot to the right of your username will enable you to get your profile and account settings where your optional information and subscription details are found. The notification and hints are very similar and will be populated with information once you start searching and compiling your family tree or trees. The right hand side of the home page will show a basic search box with an option at the bottom right for an advanced search. Your quick links to record collections are there when recorded, but are soon to be discontinued, they tell me. And then more options, a special record collections option, a tools and resources option, and a services section. The special record collections show collections that Ancestry thinks is most relevant to your use of the service and to the region that you are connected to. Co.uk users will see a UK based record selection. You can also get to the card catalogue from here and this is Ancestry's catalogue of all of its record collections. A record collection is, as its name suggests, a collection of records of the same type UK census collection under which are the collections for the 1911 census for example. This is a searchable index with its links to the full description and search pages for each collection. The tools section is where you can find information on new collections. There's a section for new and updated collections and then the message boards and your shoebox. The Ancestry Academy, which is also listed here, is a link to the help system on Ancestry with videos and articles that you can use to get familiar with Ancestry and its collections. The message boards are where you can send a message through to another Ancestry user who may have some information that you want to check out. And usually this is an owner of one of the family trees. You can see here what you have sent and see any replies. The shoe box is your store for any records of any type, so images of census pages, a birth registration or a passenger list page for example, that you find that you may want to review later or are not ready to add to any of your family trees. The shoe box takes its name from the old-fashioned shoe box that often stored odd pieces of information or index cards in the days before we had computers to do this. It's a valuable storage area for any record you come across in a search and especially where you are uncertain whether or not it relates to the family you are researching. On the record results page under the save button one of the options is to save you to your shoebox. The others are to download and save to your tree. 
I encourage you to use it as you can later go back to it and review any record you have saved and then add to your tree to the correct person. On the left hand side of the home page is where links to your recent searches are to be found and below them options to review your hints for recent people you have searched for as well as suggestions for potential ancestors. Upcoming anniversaries are taken from dates on your family trees and at the foot of the page there are some videos that Ancestry suggests you see. You can return to the home page at any time by clicking on the home option on the top menu which will remain available from whatever page you are on while on the Ancestry website. You are listening to Family History Roots podcast, where we explore resources and techniques that can assist you with your family history research here in the UK. I'm Mark Irving, Director of Professional Genealogists, Grange Genealogy, and I have been tracing and researching family members of many different families for reasons of inheritance over the last four decades and researching my own family since the 1980s. The Trees menu option will take you to the Family Trees section of Ancestry, where you can create your own family tree or access your family trees you have created yourself. You can have as many as you want, First off, you can start with yourself and your parents from the Create and Manage Trees option. That's go to the Create a New Tree option at the foot of the page that opens. When doing this for the first time, be sure to give your tree a meaningful name, especially if you will be creating more than one. Don't worry, you can rename it later. The option to upload a GEGCOM file can be used here if you have an already prepared family tree from a software program and you want to add its contents to Ancestry. For each tree you have an overview page which summarises what that family tree contains and where you can add a description of its contents. Useful to distinguish family trees of similar surname. The tree settings is accessed from a link on the right hand side of each tree in the list of trees that you have, or from a drop down from the name of the tree on the overview page. And you can invite someone to view the tree if you have their email address or their ancestry username. The privacy settings link opens up the settings you can use to restrict how ancestry uses the information on your family tree. By default, it's public, so any other user can see it and copy information from it. That is, the public tree setting is on. You can restrict this by setting to private, that's the private tree setting, which will not show the tree to others, but will include the information in it to Ancestry's search indexes. 
if you don't want others to know what you have found about a person on the tree or have added some private information, you should select the also prevent your tree from being found in the search index option. This doesn't restrict what you can do, but maintains privacy for all of the information on your family tree. For public trees, or public member trees as Ancestry calls them in the search pages, you can set a person to living when you create that person in the tree. And this can be done whether or not the person is actually living. Look for the deceased living checkbox on the create a person page. So then another user will only see private when viewing the family tree from a search. Ancestry by default will use all information entered by adding them to its search indexes so each user can find information about ancestors both from other users family trees and from what other users have entered as correct about their ancestors whether or not that information is actually correct. It's this information that is used in Ancestry's hints system. These hints are shown on the home page and shown on your tree with a green leaf icon on the tree view and under the hints tab on the profile of the person and are gathered from what other users have added to their family trees and allowed to be searched. So from Ancestry's point of view, the more public trees Ancestry has, the better the chances of a good hint. Hints may point to a match with your ancestor, but in practice, so often do not. They may refer to another person of the same name or to another relative on the family tree or be completely irrelevant. Despite this, there are many times when the hints or the suggested records, that's those listed when a match is found on a search, do assist greatly in speeding up your research. But you should always take great care in evaluating the suggestion and not trust the match as correct simply because it's shown to you. If you have any questions or other opinions on what I have been discussing, you can let me know at podcasts at familyhistoryroots.uk and what you have said or suggested may feature in a forthcoming episode. You can also subscribe to Family History Roots podcast from my website at familyhistoryroots.uk and by subscribing you will let me know that you find my discussions valuable. search option on the main menu opens up a list of search categories births, marriages and deaths, military, censuses etc that can be searched taking you to the main search page for that category with options on the right hand side of that page to narrow your search even further and showing the collection information at the foot of the page 
telling in brief what it contains. Try to use this page to start to drill down to the search page of the record collection you want to search. You can always expand your search to other collections later, and a more general search will often give thousands of matches for a name. A general search will also omit often results that can be found by conducting a search of the specific record collection. You can, by using the collection focus box at the foot of the search page, restrict the search to a particular country. Use this if you get too many matches. If you find you're using a search page for one collection frequently, you can always bookmark the page in your browser, and this will save you time navigating the menus. OK, so once you have your family tree created and have started adding to it, you can download the results to your computer. A PC or Mac is best rather than a tablet or phone will be needed to do this successfully. And this can be done by one of the genealogy programs either by synchronizing the information with Ancestry or downloading a GEGCOM file to your computer and using the import function of your genealogy software to load the family tree. A number of programs have a facility to synchronize family trees now from Ancestry and other providers and you should look at a few to see how they work. I personally use Family Tree Maker 2019, which is the current version, which runs on the Mac and Windows and syncs successfully with Ancestry Trees and includes links and copies of any records you have linked to your tree. Syncing is two-way and your tree can be updated from your computer as well. And as with all things computer-based, make sure you have a backup somewhere. I wish you success with your searches and as with all things new, take time to get to know Ancestry by exploring all of its records, reading through its descriptions and using the help files and videos. If you have any suggestions about what you might like help with when using and searching Ancestry, let me know. There are some things on Ancestry that are very good, and some that are bad, and others that are downright ugly. So in the next episode, I'm going to take a look at Ancestry Hints system in more detail. Join me next time at FamilyHistoryRoots.uk don't forget to subscribe if you have found this helpful. Family history is all about seeing life in the light of your ancestors. So may your discoveries and searches be fruitful. Until next time, good luck. The discussions and techniques and resources mentioned in this podcast were broadcast for personal use only and the resources and any associated tips and techniques for researching were correct as of October 
2022 and in the UK and express my own opinion. This podcast was brought to you by Mark Irving, Director of Grange Genealogy. My further podcasts can be found at familyhistoryroots.uk and details of other services offered are at grangegenealogy.co.uk. The ragtime theme was courtesy of purpleplanet.com and to receive further information on upcoming podcasts and interviews email me at podcasts at familyhistoryroots.uk